Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is good, 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 good to be with you on the day. Welcome to Daily Bread. This is your host, host and co-host, host and co-host, uh, Dr. Jarrell Stokely Jr. and my wife, Pastor Angela Stokely. And welcome to this second edition of Daily Bread. Daily Bread is your podcast designed for you to empower you, to encourage you, and to feed you the relevant word of God and pr practical principles for everyday life for you to walk in the life and power that God has in store for your life. So let me introduce my co-host to you, Pastor Angela Stokely. Greet everybody. Hey, hey everybody. So good to be here. So glad you guys have tuned in. We look forward to sharing a powerful topic today and breaking off some um, things that we feel are great nuggets yeah. that can help you um, not only in this season of life, I feel like in any season, because I think our topic today kind of yeah. covers life. Right. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you all for tuning in. We look forward to sharing with you and hearing back from you as well. Right. So first, let me say to our listening audience, to our partners and sponsors, to all of you who are helping to make this possible and who are being patient with us and loving us back by giving us your time and attention. We, we, we're grateful for you. We appreciate you and we thank you for tuning in uh, to each episode of Daily Bread. You can download our episodes. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Covenant Grace TV. You can find us on the website, covenantgracechurch.org uh, and on our social media platforms. But uh, we are thankful for you. We're grateful for you. And we could not do this without you listening and participating. So thank you so much. And hopefully you're growing and applying what you're learning. Today, we are going on an amazing, amazing journey. I love this topic yes. that we're talking about today. And will you invite the audience to go on a journey with us? Yes, absolutely. Um, because, you know, we realize that that's really what life is. Life is, in fact, a journey. And none of us are ever exempt from um, this topic that we're getting ready to talk about. Right. Um, and so we want you to feel as though you are coming along with us. We want right. to be able to share some of the things that we've learned along the way. We want right. to be able to give you nuggets and things that you can apply to your life that we apply to our life right. from the word of God, practical things as well, um, to help get you through what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> right. So we want to invite you to take this journey with us because it is, in fact, a journey. It is a step by step, by step by step by step, by step. Um, and so that is really, and that's life, right? right. That's what life is. Right. And, and it's a journey. And that's how I want you all to see this as something that you are being asked to participate in. You're asked to, there's a part that you play. There's a part that God plays. Amen. Right. And that's how life is. There's right. a part that we play and there's a part that God plays. And we have to be um, mindful not to always put the burden of all things on God because right. God has equipped <clears throat> us. He's made us right. um, as certain types of creatures, right? Right. Um, unique, peculiar, all of the things um, that, that enabled us to be able to 
um, journey the life that he predestined for us anyway. Right. So he's equipped us to do some things. We just have to be mindful that we're participating and not just thinking God's going to do everything. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, So, and what I want you to know is that you have a purposed life ahead of you. Mm. I I would say you have a great life. You have a success life You and you do, but sometimes those things don't ring richly down in our soul Mm. uh, as true Mm -hmm. based on what we're going through, what we're facing. But regardless of who we are, we have a purposed life ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And that life is a journey of mountains, valleys. Mm-hmm. It is a broad, wide open sea to travel and to learn and to articulate who you are on the waves and and, and the, and the uh, winds of the seas of life. Mm-hmm. And so we want to invite you to this topic on today. And our topic is navigating uncertainty. Mm-hmm. That's what we're about to talk about. And life, this topic is relevant because life is filled with uncertainty. Absolutely. I could go down the list and maybe I should. A new job, Mm -hmm. you have uncertainty. Yes. A new relationship. Yes. You have uncertainty. Mm -hmm. When you get married, you have uncertainty. Get pregnant, you have uncertainty. Move into a new community. You have uncertainty. Join a new church. You have uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Take on a new role. You have uncertainty. Mm -hmm. A problem shows up. Mm -hmm. A tragic happens. You have uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Meet a new person. You have uncertainty. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, start become an investor for the first time, become an entrepreneur. We're all facing, you could turn on the new information creates uncertainty. And the reality is, because we don't know what tomorrow holds, yeah. we have uncertainty about tomorrow. And can I share this scripture that I have been echoing so much Yes. Um, for the last, I feel like, two years? And mm. I feel like we are definitely living out that season right now. And that is 1 Corinthians yeah. chapter 2, verse 9. And it says, I hath not seen nor ear heard, this KJV, Mm. neither have entered into the heart of man. Now that in and of itself talks about uncertainty. Uncertainty. Yes. We hadn't seen it. We hadn't heard it. It hasn't entered into our hearts. The things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And the reality is, is that life is filled with uncertainty. No one escapes it. Right. No one escapes it. God says there are some things I have for you. You haven't even seen yet. Right. You know, so it's it's on both sides of the coin. There are the uncertainties that are concerned, but there are also the uncertainties as it relates to our walk with God. What is good? And what, what is perfect? What go. is the acceptable there will of go. God for my life? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What is this? <clears throat> what is the journey that God has me on? Yes. You know what I mean? I know, right? And so it truly is a step by step, a step by step, you know, and going back to the, the scripture that says that the word of God is a lamp unto our feet. We're talking about daily bread, daily bread, right? Right. For every step. Right. We need his word. Yeah. For 
And then it's a light into our path right. to help us to see further down. Right. But even when we see in, in that dimension, we still don't see everything right. because we don't see around the corner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? And so it this is a journey and a journey with the word of God. Yeah. Um, being our anchor. Right. And being our foundation. Oof. That is you know? so good. That's so good. Well, I hope you all are ready to take this journey with us as we talk about navigating uncertainty. And anytime you go on a journey, you know, you got to have your curiosity. Mm-hmm. You got to have your excitement in yeah. your backpack. I like that. You got to have some things in your backpack like with that. you. Like you got to have your thirst with you. Yeah. You got to have a mind for discovery with you. What about expectation? Expectation with you on this journey. And you got to take a journal. You you go on a new journey. You're either journaling through pictures uh, and and video recording, Mm -hmm. or you're journaling through writing things down, Mm -hmm. or you're journaling through charging them to memory. So that's what we want you to do. Some of that stuff as we take this journey today, navigating uncertainty. I want to ask our audience a question. Are you facing any uncertainty in your life? And if you are, how are you handling it? Mm -hmm. Think about that. What are you uncertain about right now? Are you unsure about who you are? Are you uncertain of who who your real friends are? Are you uncertain about a doctor's report? Are you uncertain about, you know, how are you going to pay all these bills? Are you uncertain about your influence? Maybe you thought you had a certain influence with your team. You're realizing something is not as you thought. What are you uncertain about right now? Is it is it what you see on a global scale? Is it what you see in business and entrepreneurship? Is it what you see in a business merger? Is it what you see with the stock market? Where's your uncertainty? I want you to think about that as we go in this journey and learn how to deal with uncertainty. Now, life is one big question mark. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. You, one, one second, things can be one way. A text message can change your life. A phone call can change your life. Drive five minutes down the road, it can change your life completely. You can walk in a store and meet the most amazing person, change your life completely. You can. So life is one big question mark, right? So we know that there's uncertainty in life. There are three particular areas... Uh, Okay, so y'all, I call I, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> I have I have a lot of uh, uh, terms of endearment for my wife, mm-hmm. uh, Anne, sweetheart, baby, darling, <laughs> all of those. So it's gonna slip out. You know, I'm trying okay. to be as professional as possible, but it's gonna slip out. Okay. So, so, babe, I, I was thinking these three particular areas of uncertainty that always get me, and, and I will say. I'm a person who's always dealing with uncertainty. My life just goes that way. Yeah. You know, God's always doing something new and different. Mm-hmm. I'm in leadership. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I have all these dreams and hopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemy is always in a battle with me. So I'm always dealing with some uncertainty. Matter of fact, right. we're dealing with a big uncertainty right now in our in our life mm-hmm. with the things that we have going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and so I thought about these three areas of uncertainty: the unknown. Yeah. This this is what drives uncertainty. The unknown drives uncertainty. Mm-hmm. The uncontrollable, mm-hmm. when it's something that I want to change so bad, but I can't. When it's a road I don't want to go down, but I can't control that, mm-hmm. you know. And the unavoidable, yeah. the unknown. Mm-hmm. Think about that with us, y'all. The uncontrollable and the unavoidable. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with those things? What about you? Any any. Any area, when you think about uncertainty, any area you think about that comes to you? Well, 
you know, I think most importantly to me is the reality is that uncertainty is not odd. Right. But it is actually very normal. Right. So if you're dealing with uncertainty right now, don't think it's odd. Exactly. Normal. And, and that, yeah, and that's the point. And I think that um, when we can be transparent right. and say, I'm not certain right. about certain things right, um, and not feel less than and not feel condemned and not feel ignorant or um, any negative connotation, right. I think it helps. And we said this before, you know, it helps the next man. It helps the mm. next woman right. because sometimes the 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 pictures that are constantly sent out or the messages that are implied is that we have to have everything together all the time, which right. is what made me read that scripture. Because the reality is there are things we don't know. We don't There's know. things we've not seen. We've not heard. They hadn't entered into our hearts. Right. There are things we do not know. And I think the the sooner we can become comfortable with that being a reality, the unknown, the, exactly <laughs> the less stress it can cause. You're absolutely right. And so I just wanted to share that <clears throat> because I think it is so important for people who are dealing with uncertainty not to feel like something's wrong with them. We all have uncertainty. uncertainty. And wow. so the unknown yeah. can be very scary. It can. It can be very scary. And which is why it is so important for us to be locked in with the one who knows all things. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so what better way to walk out this thing called life and right. to do the, the, you know, have this journey than to do it with the one who is all knowing. Oh my God. <clears throat> that is amazing. So for everything I don't know. He's omniscient. He knows all on. things. For, uh, for everything I don't know, I rest in the fact that my God does know. Right. And so even though I don't know, I lean to him. That's right. me. Yeah. I lean to him for the knowing. Right. And and what I've learned in, in this life, honey, is that there are things I just don't need to know. Right. <laughs> I need to stay uncertain you, hey, about yes, certain things. There are certain things I need to stay, stay uncertain, uncertain about. about. Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest um, hurdles. Right. Is being able to accept that reality. I know people who want to know everything. Right. And oh my God, they, they, they stress themselves out. They create great anxiety, great anxiety because they want to know everything. And I get it. Mm -hmm. However, you've got to get to that point where you grow enough to say, if God doesn't reveal it, if God doesn't show me, if he doesn't order my steps, to get me to the place where I receive the information, mm -hmm. then I just won't know. Wow. And it's okay wow. to not know. I love that you hit on the word growth. Mm -hmm. That really stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is, and I want y'all to get this, is that one key principle to overcoming, you know, uncertainty is to, you know, trust and believe and 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 go to God mm. about the things you're uncertain about. Absolutely. You See, think about it, our walk is a faith walk. Right. Everything about Christianity is a lot of it is 
not been seen. Right. Right. It's right. not known. Right. It has to be revealed. Right. <laughs> and so what if we translated that to life? Right. And say, you know what? There are some things I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going to lean on God to find out. And there are some things I can't control. Oh, and there's some things I can't avoid. Exactly. So I'm going to lean on God. Exactly. And oh, the, my goodness. And the truth is, when you said that about control, I was getting ready to say, what can we control realistically? The one thing we control, we can control, is what we do. Right. <laughs> right. Oftentimes, the control that we want is outside of us. Right. And the reality is that we can't control things. Right. We can control. I can control what I say. I right. can control what I do, how what I, I think. Do. Absolutely. Yeah. But I can't control what my neighbor says. I right. can't control what they do. I can't control those things. So how right. then do how then do I get to the point where the uncontrollable the uh, the uh, the the idea of of the uncontrollable controlling me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I've got to get to a place where not being in control does not control me. Right. Right. Which requires navigation. Yes. It's about navigating the uncontrollable, navigating the unavoidable yeah. and navigating the unknown in a healthy way yes. whereby you come out of it unscathed and you mm -hmm. go through it unscathed mm -hmm. and you don't develop anxiety, weary, fear, um, negative emotions, mm -hmm. negative perspective and all of those things. We, we've been researching this out. I mean, we really dug through to get you some really good information. And here's what one one item of one piece of, piece of information that I like. It said uncertainty is a part of life that everyone faces, but the Bible teaches us how to respond to it. Watch this with faith, hope, love, and trust in God, Absolutely. which goes back to your original statement. Mm -hmm. So here are some, here are some tools mm -hmm. for this, this, this uh, journey we're going to take in navigating mm -hmm. uncertainty. And, and they are faith, yep. hope, yep. love, and trust in God. So what are some what are some signs for you to look for, telltale signs mm -hmm. that you're wrestling with uncertainty? I, I've got some of them here. I can mm -hmm. mention some of them. Would you like me to do that? Go ahead. Yeah. So some of the signs that you're being uncertain. Number one, you may hesitate at doing something that you know you need to do. You may hesitate at saying something to someone that you need to hesitate or stutter at, at doing it because you're uncertain about it. You're not clear about it. Number two, you may you may avoid it, practice avoidance, you know, not just eye contact with people yeah. being uncertain. Just think about it. When you're uncertain talking to somebody, you avoid eye contact. But think yeah. about how we avoid other things in life yeah. when we're uncertain. We avoid it. Mm -hmm. We avoid it altogether. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the third That's one true. is we seek reassurance when we're uncertain about things. We ask others. We ask for opinion. We ask for feedback. Why? That's because you're uncertain about it. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to build up your information. You're trying to build up your confidence mm -hmm. and your focus so that you can mm -hmm. make a decision or step out or, or do whatever it is that you need to do. Another one is you're uncertain when you start expressing doubt or wary mm -hmm. about your choices about your abilities, about outcomes, and you start using words like maybe, mm. probably, something like that, mm -hmm. uh, or I think. Yeah. So, so you're uncertain and you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a lot of these telltale signs, the other one is, and I like this one the most because it really starts exposing where we become unhealthy 
with navigating uncertainty. It says you start showing anxiety. Yeah. You have stress symptoms. You can start, your body starts responding. Your body starts responding in a certain way when you have anxiety. That's, That's that true. stress, depression. You begin to isolate because you've gotten uncertain and you've allowed it to get to a point where you have anxiety. Um, some of the signs of uncertainty uh, can be mood swings when you begin become overly personal, right? Mm. Those are some other, you have abnormal emotions and things like that. So if you're struggling with uncertainty, there's some strategies you got to look at. And we want to go into the word of God and, and start looking at that. So those are some of the things you want to look for. So uh, the first thing I want to deal with, Pastor, uh, mm -hmm. is 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 anxiety. Mm -hmm. How anxiety forms when we're dealing with uncertainty. And I want to go here in Proverbs. Uh, let me pull this up for you here in Proverbs. And if you get it before I get it, that, that'll be great. But I want to pull up Proverbs and look at this passage of Scripture. Okay. Proverbs chapter 12. And let's go to verse... Twenty-four, twenty-five. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it says here, verse twenty-five. It says anxiety, which is distress, being overly concerned to the point where you've become emotionally unbalanced. It says anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, and I think it's important for people to know where anxiety uh, lives. Mm -hmm. We often think the anxiety is in our heads. Yeah. No, that's not where that anxiety, it starts in your head. But anxiety has the ability to move its way down into your heart. And when it, when you find yourself depressed, saddened, sorrowful, your countenance has dropped. David talked about that at one point. Why is my countenance dropped? <laughs> I would lift my head to the Lord my God. So when, when that starts happening, that's because that anxiety has gotten down into your heart. Mm -hmm. It's gotten into your heart. And it says, but a good word mm -hmm. makes why. it glad. Yeah. And that's the purpose of daily bread yeah. because you may be having anxiety in yeah. your heart right now from uncertainty. Yeah. And we want to bring you a good word from God that you can navigate that uncertainty that you're dealing with in your life. The word of God, your relationship with God, spending time with God, trusting God, hoping in God and loving the life that God has given you and loving yourself who God has created you to be is how you start ridding of that anxiety that is in your heart and puts you in a place of growth where you can come out of that. Absolutely. And I think so, what's so important because immediately I started thinking about the scripture in Philippians, which we can go to Philippians 4. Yeah. Because I... Not only do I often quote that yes. myself and I strive to live that out because right. when you want something bad enough, you will do what you need to do to get it. Right. And so if you remember, we talked about in the beginning that we have to be sure to participate. Right. And this is where that participation comes in. So in Philippians chapter four. Yeah. 
I believe I'm going to begin at verse six. Let's see. Philippians chapter four. Yep. Verse Philippians six. four. Verse six. Right. And I'm reading King James. It says, be careful for nothing, which yeah. is anxious. Be anxious for nothing. There you go. But in everything right there, that right there in everything <laughs> by prayer and supplication. See, there's something for us to do. Now, right. look at how God did his part. And you just read over in Proverbs, but a good word, a good word, but a good word make, will make you glad. Right. And that's that's true. So here God is giving us a good word. All right. Yeah. Here's a good word for that anxiety. But watch what watch how we have to participate in everything by prayer and supplication. That's our part. Amen. Amen. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. God. This is oftentimes what we don't do. Instead of <sighs> bringing those requests to God of what we want to see. Right. When we have the anxiety, we complain about the anxiety. Right. We complain about the situation. We're, we're moaning and groaning, not realizing God has already given us this good word. Right. And all you have to do is do the word and watch. God word work in your life. Oh, wow. So let's go on and look at the next part of that. Cause I yeah. love this particular scripture. And then mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna jump out the way and the peace of God. Once you do these things, the peace of God, which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So when I have anxiety, my desire is to have peace and get rid of the anxiety. Right. God has given me his word right. and, and is basically in essence saying, if you do this, right. the anxiety will leave. Right. But I have to do it. Right. I have to do it. So it does me no good to know the word and not use the word. Right. And this is that part where I, I, I keep talking about. We have to participate because in order to see the manifestation of what God's word says, we have to make it practical, practice it and utilize it. Right. Amen. Amen. So this is how we get rid of the anxiety. Wow. I love Philippians 4. I, the mm. moment that anxiety starts creeping up on me, that it's like the, the scripture echoes in my head. You know what to do. It's like, you know what to do. So you have to make a decision. Do you want to keep bemoaning about what's got you anxious? Or do you want to use the word of the Lord? Or, or stay in silence about yes. it. Not, not even say anything. Just yes. keep it all in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you want, that's why I said, when you want something bad enough, because for me, I don't like anxiety. Though I, I, I become anxious, I don't like it. And so my goal is always to get rid of it. Right. <laughs> I want to hurry up and get rid of it. Right. And we've got to know that God has given us his word for these types of situations. Right. Watch this. Watch this now. Proverbs said that mm -hmm. anxiety gets into your heart. heart. It said anxiety in a heart of a man mm -hmm. leads to depression. Philippians turns around and says uh -huh. in everything, uh -huh. if you pray yep. and give supplication, yep. The and Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving the, the peace, peace of God, God is going to guard your heart. Yes. So in your mind, in your mind. So, so the anxiety can't get into your That's heart. Right. If prayer, supplication and Thanksgiving is a guard around your That's heart. It. So when That's anxiety, it. when you, when you are worried or concerned about something uncertain, mm -hmm. concerned that turns into worry that tries to go into anxiety. Yes, Lord, if I'm you're understand. praying, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you have a th- Thanksgiving is the key point. Thank you you don't just pray, yeah. oh God, get this out of my life. You got to give a hallelujah. You Lord, I thank you. You do. I, I thank you in it. You do. I thank you out of it. Yeah. I thank you under it and around it. Exactly. I give your name glory yes. in the midst of it. Hallelujah. <laughs> I shabak you, God, even though yes. I'm in this pain, even though I'm going through this surgery, even yes. though I got this cancer, even yes. though I got this debt. Yes. You got to up some things. You got to up do. the ante on you your do. Thanksgiving. You do. Come on, somebody. You do. If you up the ante on your Thanksgiving, that whole Philippians 6 and 7 thing will work right. I, well, oh, my God. We can, we can think it all day. Yeah. We can we can call ourselves practicing it. We can practice mm-hmm. it all day. Mm-hmm. But it is the Thanksgiving that is the part of the three part ingredient right. that shifts you, shifts you Absolutely. into that mode of peace it is. because you are practicing rejoicing yeah. rather than weary. Absolutely. Because it's not just about letting your request be made known unto God, because that's not all it says. Right. It is the supplicating. It is the thanksgiving. It is giving up the praise. And it puts a guard around your heart. It does. Like blocks the anxiety from trying to come in. What's so beautiful is that you can't. You cannot have thanksgiving and anxiety at At the the same same party. I like that. You can't. One has to leave. One has to leave. One has to leave. And Thanksgiving will trump it every time. Every time. Every time. And I love that. So if anxiety (laughs) is in your heart, I, I, I go through anxiety. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, yeah, I go through anxiety. I absolutely. I go through anxiety, but I know how to replace that. I, and sometimes anxiety can take you so low. Yeah. You can beat yourself up. And I'm talking to somebody on this journey right now. Mm-hmm. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Somebody right now, you beat yourself up. Mm. We all, we do it. Yes, nice. we do. Fail a test. Yeah. Don't achieve something. Uh, go through rejection from wanting to be in a group, a crowd, or something like that. Feeling unbalanced in your life and in your achievements, and we can beat ourselves up, mm-hmm. and we we become anxious. But the Bible says, "Listen, there is nothing worth being anxious about," because it says, "Be anxious for nothing." Nothing. No and so we have to train ourselves to know how to guard our hearts with prayer and yes. thanksgiving. Yeah. You see, I, I believe, um, I believe, Apostle, that, a, a, you know, a, a big part, and I'm going to say, a, at least it is for me. Yeah. Is that there are there are things that I have decided that I want. Yeah. And there are things that I have decided that I don't want. Come on. And so when the thing that I don't want shows up. Yeah. Then I work very diligently to get rid of it. I know that's right. I am diligent. I am. I am diligent. I don't. I. I. I, I'm not a Debbie Downer. Come on. I love a good time all the time. I like to be up. I like to be hype. I like to give God praise because when 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 I all the way up. I mean all the way up. (laughs) When I think about the goodness of Jesus (laughs) and all that He's done, but when I think about this 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 amazing God that we serve, the Creator. And how he created us and created things and right. all of that. When I think about that and I, I realize I'm still breathing, I still have life. I've made lots of mistakes. Ooh. I've done crazy things. Oh my God. And the God of of creation. Yeah. Oh, glory. I almost went Hallelujah. into tongues. Lord, have mercy. Oh, he has been keeping me. Oh, I dare not allow certain things to stay with me long. And so I think that 
for because like like I said a minute ago, yeah, anxiety will show up, but immediately I'm working to get rid of it because I'm not interested in having that as a part of my life because it absolutely will pull you down. It absolutely will cause you to be in the wrong mind space and all of those things. And that's why it's so it's so important for us to get to the to the point where the the trigger in us has to be what is the word? Mm. The trigger to the response of unknown, not knowing and anxiety mm, and right. worry has to be, what does God's word say, say about this? Because this is something he does not have for, it intended for my life. That's absolutely right. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I think that if we can start drawing a line in the sand, as they say, right. and say, these are the things that I want, whatsoever is lovely. Whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is of a good report, report. you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know what I'm saying? These are, there's some things that I know that I want, but I also have to be mindful of the things that I don't want. And so when those things creep in, I have to, I have to become adamant to get those things out because I know where they could take me. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And I think it's important for us to make that line, draw that line in the sand so that we will be um, intentional about the work that's required. Oh, my God. Intentional, because I feel like and I'm just going to throw this out here. I I, I, I just feel like sometimes we become lazy Christians. Mm. We want the preacher to do it. Mm. We want the. You know, we won't. So it, you okay? You said, "Come on, give me a word, give me a word." And God is like, "There's a whole Bible full of words." There's a word in you. you the understand? word lives in Come you. On. Jesus Christ, Absolutely. the Word made flesh. Absolutely. The Word of God Absolutely. lives on the inside of you. Absolutely. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Absolutely, and the Word became flesh and, and dwelt among my us. God. Jesus is the word and he abides yeah, on the inside. On the so inside. you have you. That's why David said, and I will hide your word in my heart, yes. Lord, that I will not sin against you. Absolutely. So we're talking about navigating the uncertainties of life yeah. and how to guard your heart from anxiety. And that remedy is and that recipe is to uh, be anxious for it. Don't let anything make you anxious, but take everything, everything to God in prayer. Don't hold it in. That's the part right there. Mm-hmm. We, we don't make it to prayer because we hold it in. Take everything to God. And then, of course, we do, like you say, we, we may complain or either we'll share it with other people. Mm-hmm. But people can't do what God can do. Come yeah. on, somebody. Um. Oh, my God. You just said something. Oh, what you said that's so powerful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that oftentimes, and I know for uh, this has been the attack against me probably yeah. my whole life, and that is the enemy wants to keep your mouth closed. So see, when I think about telling, like bringing those things to God, right. like what Philippians 4 tells us to do, yeah. you got to open your mouth. Yeah. But not only in that, but also in the Thanksgiving. Right. You got to open your mouth. Yeah. And so one of the greatest assaults, I believe that the enemy brings against us is to keep our mouths closed because the pain feels so paralyzing. That's absolutely right. Oh, that is so good. And he doesn't want us to, oh, oh this feels and good right here. the shame Ooh, feels paralyzing. Yes. Yeah. And he doesn't want us to open our mouths, A, because we don't feel worthy, or B, because we feel like 
God must not care because I'm going through because this. I'm going but it. what what we've got to realize is that the enemy is aware of the weapon that we have called right. our mouth. Right. He knows that if we open up our mouths, that we can create life. Says the Word of God. Right. Amen. It, the tongue creates death and life, but we have the power to create life. Right. We have the power to prophesy to our own self. Right. By the Holy Ghost. I was about to say that. My God. You need to hear yourself. Absolutely. Proclaiming and decreeing so you can, your belief grows. Go yes. ahead. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and even in what we're praying unto the Lord, and I can't help but think about the scripture that says, you know, faith comes by hearing. Yeah. And hearing by the word of God. What if we are saying the word of God out loud? Yeah. Our faith grows. Right. Absolutely. But sometimes we want God to just drop it down out of heaven. Right. He said, I gave you, you know, the power. That's it. That's yeah. it. it and I so gave we have you to authority remember, and dominion in the earth. Yeah. We've got to do our part oh. at the end of the day. We've got to do our part. And now I, I'm going to jump and go to this because I love this one too. Okay. I love this scripture. If that's okay. Uh, Proverbs three. And, and this one is just basically concerning um, how God wants us to trust him and us not lean to our own understanding. Yeah. See, I think anxiety comes from when we're trying to do it ourselves. Oh, that ties into the scripture. Oh, I almost okay. just ran. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. When we're trying to do it ourselves in our own strength, the way we think it's supposed to be done, and we've not consulted God at all, we've not listened to the Holy Spirit, we've not gotten a word on the matter. I believe that that sometimes is a place where anxiety comes in. And, and the it sometimes can be life. Yes. Trying to do life right. ourselves. Can you say the, that three times? The, That's it, real. Life, life, life. That's three times. Yeah. We're trying to do life ourselves. Yes. Sometimes we're trying to do survival mm -hmm. ourselves. Yes. And protection. And, you know, which, and, and oh my God. Mm. Now think about that. Come on. Some folks who are on a journey with us, yeah. trying to protect ourselves mm -hmm. from pain mm -hmm. or more pain. Mm -hmm. Or from unwanted outcomes, yeah. or for, sometimes we're trying to protect ourselves from normalcy, yeah. from the norm. Let me, mm. let me let me explain that. See, let's take relationships for example. You know, it is normal for relationships to go bad. Mm -hmm. It is normal for relationships not to work out. Mm -hmm. It is normal for relationships to be a certain way. And so, for us to assume. That uh, we do, I, I don't ever want to go through a bad relationship. I don't ever want to go. You're trying to protect yourself from what is normal. Yeah. You good. you have to trust God. That's good. For your protection. Yeah. You have to trust God for your life. That reminds me of the scripture um, that talks about um, love is long suffering. Yeah. And we forget that part of love. Right. When you think about relationships and you think about we don't think about that people are going to hurt your feelings. They're right. going to break your heart. They're right. going to disappoint you. We're going to disappoint people. Yes. We're going to break some people's hearts. Yes. We're going to be that as well to other people. And I think that we forget that the scripture really clues us in on that reality that there is suffering that comes with love. Right. Absolutely. There's suffering that comes with it. Absolutely. I, I wanna I wanna start closing out on this point right here because mm -hmm. we're we're out of time for this episode. We're running out of time for this episode. So I'm gonna take just bring up this passage of scripture and just a point here. Uh I'm in Proverbs chapter sixteen because because Philippians talked about everything. Yeah. You know, in anxiety don't be anxiety, don't have anxiety for nothing, but in everything. And and everything is 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 huge. 
no one manages everything well but God. Amen. There is no one who is, oh my God, enough, powerful enough to deal with everything in my life. But God, I can't even handle everything in my life. I need God and you need God. Here's what this text says. Uh, it says, Pro, uh, Proverbs 16 uh, and verse 9. Let me okay. put my seers on to make sure I got it. Proverbs 16 and verse 9 says this, a man's heart plans his way. Now, remember, all this that we've been talking about keeps going back to the heart. Anxiety mm-hmm. tries to get in the heart, but prayer supplication with thanksgiving guards the heart. Yeah. So this is where this uncertainty wants to bed and seed and create depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, worry. And we're going to talk about those things. But it says this. It says uh, a man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And so when you start talking about everything, be anxious for nothing, but in everything mm-hmm. with prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, take everything to God. Man. And, and, and I, I have a note here that says God is sovereign and in control of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what sovereign means to right. be in control of everything. That's right. There's no area in the world, nothing in your life that God is not sovereign over. Mercy. It says nothing happens without his knowledge mm-hmm. or his permission. He has a plan and a purpose for everything. Even if we don't understand <laughs> it, he can use uncertainty to test your faith. Yeah. You may be going through uncertainty because God is testing your faith. Yeah. When the children of Israel were in the wilderness, uncertainty, God was testing what was in their hearts. Remember, he said, I took you through the wilderness to show you what was in your heart, heart. to to purge out of your heart those things that was in your heart. So sometimes you're in an uncertain situation. Mm -hmm. This is why you got to have Thanksgiving because you don't even know if God did it. Did the devil do it? You got to You got to wait. You got to be patient. You got to practice patience and endure suffering like a good soldier. Endure hardship like a good soldier yeah. because God could be the very one behind the uncertainty. And you're like, I know he's been the one behind mine in Absolutely. a lot of times. Absolutely. Watch this. It also says that he could use uncertainty to refine your character. Yep. Oh my God. To see what, are you going to go off? Yep. Are you going to turn away from me? Yep. Are you going to, are you going to stop loving me? Absolutely. Are you going to stop serving me? Yeah. Are you going to change your mind about me? Yeah. Are you going to change your mind about you? Are you going to change your character? Are you going to, are you going to go from being loving to mean and angry and spiteful and resent? He's going to test your character. He's going to see what you're going to do. Yeah. Oh my God. It says this right here. And he uses it. And this is the great part. It goes back to Philippians to draw us closer to him. Absolutely. This is why God allows uncertainty in your life. Because think about it. It said, be anxious for nothing, Mm -hmm. but in all things, Mm -hmm. through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Come to God. So he's using it to to draw us closer to him. Mm -hmm. We're not the only ones that's uncertain or been uncertain. Think about Moses. How in the world, God, you going to have me go back to the place Mm -hmm. where I killed a man? You want me to go back to the house I, f- I, f- I fled away from? Yeah. To the king I fled away from? Mercy. To my stepdad, who is a ruthless Egyptian who wants to kill me. And you're going to send me back to him, to the Pharaoh, the most powerful person known on the planet, and tell him to let all his citizens and residents who, who are Israelites go free? 
right. who are the labor force yeah. and change the narrative of his entire nation and the GDP of his whole nation. Yeah, he definitely had to navigate uncertainty. Am I going to get killed the moment I walk? Oh my God. Is, is a Hebrew person going to kill me? Yeah. Are they going to even listen to me? Exactly. So he had to navigate that uncertainty. Absolutely. Speak to our audience as, know, as we close it out. You know, we, we, we have to, we have to, I, you know what you just said about Mo, Moses. It's like a whole movie just flashed before me and the uncertainty that he had to be right dealing with day after day after day. And year after year after absolutely. year. Absolutely. And we have to be able to look into the scripture at these testimonies, at these others that have gone before us, and really look at their situations. Although we know the end of the story because we've already read it. Right. But sometimes it's necessary to go back and really read it. And really read it. And put yourself in it. And 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 I think it will help us to show how important it is that even when we're in some of the most dire situations, yeah. because that was dire right. for, for Moses. Right. Um, we have to be mindful. Right. To hold on to God. That's it. Hold on to God. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's out. Of, we're out of time. That's our first episode of this Navigating Uncertainty. We're going to have to come back. Yes. So we'll do an episode two yes. of Navigating Uncertainty and that you can download and listen to for yourself. We want to thank you for uh, going on this journey with us. We pray that your curiosity was peaked. We pray that your excitement was filled. We pray that you journaled some things and you thought about where you are with uncertainty and how to overcome it. So come back for our next episode and download that that uh, episode and listen to it so you can be strengthened about navigating uncertainty. Right. Thank you all again. We're going to talk with you and be with you next time on Daily Bread.